What up, gang? It's your girl, Lebo Gang. Back at it with episode 3. Or rather, should I say, back at it with gang conversations. See what I did there? Okay. <laughs> so, I'm back with episode 3. Firstly, I want to thank you guys so much for coming back. Thank you so much for the last episode's engagement. It was over the roof. Like, the questions you were asking it was really nice you know it was really nice i hope that you continue well please do continue (laughs) so this episode is about finding my way back to myself i'm trying to ease into it because it's more like it's still part of my story you know it's still it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing so what i say cannot necessarily be taken as advice i cannot be held accountable because as i'm speaking to you i'm also speaking to myself i'm trying to find my way back to myself so firstly on my journey to trying to find my way back to myself i started taking therapy seriously and the sad thing about this is um I started taking therapy seriously 20 oh it was 2020 actually yeah it was 2020 and that was like four years after everything four years after the depression four years after the bulimia the severe anxiety the bipolar the misdiagnosis the 13 attempts the self-harm you know I think that actually goes to say that I had gotten to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And when I'm saying I I can't do this anymore, I don't mean in the sense that, let me try to kill myself one more time. (laughs) It was like, I'm fed up with this. I want to get better. I want to do better. I want to be a better person, you know. So, yeah, therapy really did help. Um it helped me like when i started taking it seriously it helped me break down a lot of things that i had failed to break down um the previous years i have forgiven i deal with things very differently like i don't have the same anger that i had because i fully understand that what people had done to me in the past they don't think about that you know they don't remember they don't know that i'm having sleepless nights they don't know the kind of anger i carry you know but one thing i learned was that it's not mine that anger is not mine to bear because this happened to me i did not do that thing to that person and it's more like i wouldn't say it's like learning to forgive and also understanding that bro human beings can be very bad people and it's not something you can you can control what you can control is how you react you know and the things that i've said out of anger out of you know all these things i wish i could take back because now i'm like and i feel so much lighter let me say yeah um 
I think another thing about finding your way back to yourself is understanding that you will relapse. I wish somebody had told me that before. Because <laughs> once I started like my healing journey of actively trying to get better, actively trying to do better, I thought that, you know, I'm just going to wake up, I'm going to do better. If I'm feeling too tired, I'm going to clean my space, I'm going to eat. Well, eating was the hardest thing for me. Um, I'll explain that. So, um, it was a thing of like, I thought this is just, I just have to do things right and I'll be fine. But that's not how it works, sadly. Healing... When it comes to healing, you'll, you will have the days whereby the thoughts get too loud. You'll have the days whereby... Uh, the hardest thing for me was... My, like, my biggest battle around that time, around 2020, 2019, 2020 was food. Food was like my enemy. <laughs> so... I think... The oh, goodness, I'm shaking while saying this. The hardest thing about having bulimia was I couldn't stop myself from counting calories and food to a point where it was calories and like I was checking the back of juice boxes, the back of this, you know, and I got this obsession with like these prawn flavored chips and like these rice cakes and stuff i mean yeah they were nice and my parents they were quite expensive that's the thing and i'd have my parents buy those instead of like normal irregular potato chips and stuff and the truth is it was because of the calories <laughs> but yeah i think so when in regards to relapsing is having those days whereby I desperately want to like check on the calories of something in the store, calculate them, understand what's getting into my body. The days where I'm so tired and I don't know what to do. But what I learned is, well, what I learned eventually, <laughs> guys, it's an ongoing thing, like I said. What I learned eventually is that when it comes to all of this, extend some grace, you know. I used to beat myself up if I'd um, relapse because relapsing would mean, well, not all the time, but would mean maybe I cut myself again, even if it's like two cuts, you know. I was like, if we relapsed. I mean, it's, you're not in the same place you were before, but you relapsed, you know? So I think I started extending more grace towards myself. Oh, sorry, I'm shaking. Yeah, I started extending more grace, understanding that I'm human, understanding that healing is not a narrow road, it's not a narrow way. Like, things will happen i will get triggered and i needed to learn how to deal with those triggers Ooh, child 
Okay, so another thing was I was constantly trying to fight off thoughts. Even now, I still get those thoughts, you know. I'm human. Um, imagine I was, I had these things for so many years, like these disorders. So there will be times where I kind of miss that feeling, you know, where I'm like, hmm, that was such a, it was, my, it, it was like, it was what I resonated with the most. It was the it was a familiar feeling. It was it was what I knew, you know. Like I only knew depression. I knew that if I go eat, I'm going to purge after this. I knew that I have to take my medication. Like everything was part of my identity. Well, that's how I saw it. So once I had to stop these things, like when I stopped taking medication, and stuff like that having to learn how to cope with that medication without medication and stuff it was hard you know so when i say trying to fight off those thoughts i mean sometimes you can look at a building i can sorry let me not say you <laughs> i can look at a building and be like dang that's a pretty high building and then a part of my mind just a little bit is like hmm if you were to like jump from up there you would definitely not make it but then i'm like no level this is a beautiful building let's leave it at that you know so sometimes i also when i say extending grace i also extend grace in those moments where i'm like at least level you fought off those thoughts you know at least now you don't feel the urge the that impulse to do it now as compared to then because when it when it came to like um when i would overdose when i would um do all these things it was premeditated most of the times but like premeditated and then if i tell myself i'm going to do it today i'm going to do it now if i'm i hope i'm making sense (laughs) yeah so Hmm. There are many steps towards finding your way back to yourself. Steps that are not easy but are very necessary. When people tell you that what you consume, what you read, what you listen to actually affects the way you think and affects you as a whole, they were not lying, guys. (laughs) I hate to break it to you. They really weren't lying. Because... I don't know if people can recall, maybe that was just me, but round about 2016, 17, 2018, there were these famous pages on Instagram um, that would have to do with like mental illness, but they were not on the empowering side of it, as in, yeah, you know, let's eat today, you win the day, that's what I'm following now, imagine, <laughs> now I wake up and I see fetch the day you're gonna be fine the sun will shine and i'm like right the sun will shine (laughs) you know the birds are chirping things like that but then when i would open my instagram it was the complete opposite as in a girl with pills in her hand and there's a caption like i'm so tired or a caption like i want to end it all or um you would never understand stuff like that so that was very enabling for me because i kept telling myself like yeah people just don't understand what i'm going through you know and people just 
don't want to see me like i don't know it's just most people like people just don't understand so don't tell me um about getting better if you've never been in, been in my position if you don't know how it feels but man so many people love you and looking back i get so sad because i'm like i put the people that i love through so much and the impact that it has on the people around you is something else because after everything i've had to be in, not have to be in not i've had to be in a position but i've been in a position whereby i was on the other side on the other side of the how do i put this on the other end of the stick i was the one trying to talk my friend out of suicide telling her that it's gonna get better but it feels like they don't listen you know so i can only imagine the frustration at that time oh guys i'm so sorry if you're listening to this i hope you listen to this i am so sorry um those were very hard times for me and i know that during those hard times for me i wasn't the best person in the world all the time other days were just bad i was grumpy i was i was not the best human being in the world let me say that so yeah oh, i need a, i need a moment for this one i'm shaking a bit actually oh i hate this <laughs> but yeah um that was quite a time that was quite a time so getting rid of pages that romanticize mental illness that's something that's very important if anything because the mind is a thing it's like the mind is so powerful even one thing can trigger one thought you know even just seeing one word can lead you to spiraling out of control so you have to like it's like my dad once said this and this was during well okay let me tell you a funny story so <laughs> my dad got rid of my tablet at the time i think i was in grade this was 20 2017 2018 2017 i don't know 2017 2018 he got rid of my tablet he staged a robbery yes if you're listening to this i am telling on you <laughs> he staged a robbery at home and guess what only my tablet was missing really i feel like he could have done more (laughs) put more effort into it you know because i wasn't dumb so he only told me i think a year later when i confronted him about it i was like oh by the way i know what she did and what he said was when you see a snake or like danger in front of your child or like danger in front of you or whatever somebody that you care about your first instinct would be to get rid of that danger his exact words were if you see a snake (laughs) right in front of your child you get rid of it yeah in case you're not following the tablet was the snake (laughs) because that was where i was that was where i had access to all of these codes and enabling pictures 
and I would have never admitted it then but I'm admitting it now right here on this podcast for the first time had I not seen those things I think things would have been a little different because it feels like there's some warmth knowing that you're not alone that you're not the only one suffering you know you're not the only one suffering from sleepless nights you're not the only one hearing voices i'm shaking again (laughs) you're not the only one going through all of this so i think i found it felt like they were my little community and that's why i said i identified so much with my mental illnesses because seeing those things made it seem kind of normal like it was okay you're depressed you're you're a teen you know you've been through traumas level it's justified of course you're gonna react this way but there could have been other ways i just wish i knew earlier um another thing i did was changing my vocabulary vocab is very important so for example instead of saying i am depressed saying i have depression because once it becomes part of your identity it's who you are having depression means you can let go of depression when you say i am depressed it's like i am depression i am the embodiment of depression you know like oh man what a time i'm so happy to be finally sharing my story with you guys by the way it feels surreal it's a surreal feeling yeah Oof. so changing vocabulary the things that you say to yourself the things that you say out loud those are things that can highly affect how you see yourself how you see the people around you your surroundings and this is in a very general form if you're constantly negative negative things are likely to happen so i started changing things from being from a thing of like how do i put this okay affirmations rather so i started telling myself label you are beautiful label you are smart you know label you are you were amazing so basically everything that i was telling people i was finally telling myself all the beauty that i was seeing in other people i was finally learning to see it in myself Ooh, this is quite an episode i thought last um the second episode was a bit touchy but this one oh child okay <laughs> but yeah it's like treating yourself the same way you would treat other people and for anybody that knows me i try myself to be i try my best sorry to be kind i try to be uplifting i try to empower people with the little things so imagine i did all of that for people and then i kind of like changed it back and i was like imagine if you did all of this for yourself as well a lot of things would change and they did change really um hmm. so this one 
fixing my relationship with God. That was quite huge for me, actually. Because I'm like, where do I even begin? Um, I had said so many awful things already. I had acted out in very awful ways. I resented God for the most part. My parents would take me to church and I'd just be there kind of like rolling my eyes, not praying. I wasn't praying anymore. Um, I couldn't even get myself to close my eyes during prayer. And that's something for me, I know some people don't close their eyes and that's okay. But for me, that's something like very sacred. I feel like when I close my eyes and pray, I'm in this different state. I'm closer to God. There are no distractions. Like I'm not seeing um, my pink pencil cases I'm seeing now. <laughs> I'm not seeing my TV. When my eyes are closed and say I have some worship music there or something, or just generally if my eyes are closed, even if, even if it's in church, I'm able to ground myself a little more. So once I wasn't able to do that, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so once I started trying to fix my relationship with God, that was about two years after our relationship completely just, you know, like if you take a container and then like you lift it up to the top and then break it <laughs> like drop it on the floor like push that's what happened so picking up the pieces was a bit hard for me very hard actually i uh, i started reading the bible and also what i did was because i care so much about people once I started praying again, I was, you know, doing it in bits and pieces. Once I started praying again, I would pray for people, you know. I'm like, okay, pray for your mom, pray for your friend. Pray. I, was pray I would pray for, like, my parents, my siblings, my family, my friends, the people that I loved so much. But you know how, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, you know when you start praying for one person and then you're like, no, but I'd feel bad if I didn't pray for this person. Guys, I remember this one time I prayed for my whole class, I think, except the people that bullied me. <laughs> yes, I was bullied in high school. I think, actually, with the bullying thing, it was around 27, 2017. Was it 2017? Yes, it was 2017. Funny story. A friend of mine it's not a funny story I, sh I actually need to stop saying funny story a friend of mine used to both self-harm not that we were bonding over it or anything we were genuinely always trying to be like guys but uh, not guys but like constantly trying to be like we need to get better like if you relapse please tell me but also i would never want to see in that position so uh it was time to we decided not decided per se but like that day we both wore short-sleeved shirts to school and that was the first time our scars had ever been seen 
and <laughs> they started calling us the suicide squad <laughs> looking back and i'm like guys really suicide squad damn but yeah i've been called <laughs> you guys can laugh it's okay i've been called black panther as well because of like how my scars look my scars are they're pretty they're not very hard to hide they're not very easy to hide let me say that not at all like at all (laughs) but yeah um fixing my relationship with god so i feel like once i started doing that things just became easier for me as well because I felt like I'm not doing this completely alone. Sometimes when I'm having, like I'd wake up and I'm like, you know what, I really don't have strength to go through this day. But I'm like, devil, just pray. So I would pray and be like, God, I wouldn't even say much here, just God, I'm feeling really down today. Like, I want to cry, I want to kick and scream, I don't have the strength to go through this day, please help me, please help me get through this day, and I feel better, yeah, and this one time, towards the end of the day, I remembered, and I was like, wow, I literally prayed for strength, and here I am, it was a very... It was a nice feeling knowing that I asked for this and it was given. Knowing that beginning of that same day, I never even thought I could leave the house. Better yet, get out of my bed. Better yet, get out of my room, you know? Like, it was a surreal feeling. Oh, man. <laughs> gang i really wish i was with you guys right now because this story but yeah the biggest thing i would say is guys you need to allow grace into your life because you need to understand that you're human first of all secondly i know the the, like majority of the people that will probably listen to this are young you are young you have your whole life ahead of you i know think like guys life is not easy like i said before life is not easy it never will be but extend some grace not just to you but to the people around you as well the kind of grace that you extend to those people you should extend to yourself as well give yourself time to be human give yourself time to just be you like give yourself time to give yourself time to i don't know how to put this because i'm trying to do this for myself at the moment because a friend of mine just two days ago she i was ranting about something and she said lebo you're only 20 please go easy on yourself i read that message about five times because i was like lebo you need to slow down 
breathe you know breathe in breathe out slow down level you're only 20 better yet you just got like you just turned 20 (laughs) and uh, you know what i need to end this episode (laughs) i said that i'm enjoying doing this so much like i really love doing this it feels like i'm in my own space i'm talking to my people i can't wait to get this episode out and hear your feedback talk to you guys again my favorite people in the world so um to wrap up what this is what i'm gonna introduce something each and every time at the end of each episode i'm going to be saying words of affirmation to my listeners to the gang i don't know guys i get so excited and i'm like the gang for some reason but yeah what i just what i want to tell you is that gang your body is not a vehicle for pain that's it that's just literally it your body is not a vehicle for pain you don't have to carry all of this drop it off you know so yeah next episode we will be talking about something else well not really something else but like you'll see i hope you're excited i hope you're just as excited as i am because the more um engagement goes up we're gonna start talking about many other things capitalism firstly the state of the world secondly and also being on the other side of depression being on the other side i mean being the friend of a depressed person being the partner of a depressed person i wish i could even get being the parent of a depressed person i can try that one day with my mom that would be quite an episode actually (laughs) but yes this is me thank you so much for listening gang once again i'm going to say your body is not a vehicle vehicle your body is not a vehicle for pain i love you guys so so much you are so dear to my heart the moon is beautiful